Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chuan Tian Tian. Time now for In the Spotlight. You brought this up yesterday, a particular TV ad that's caught a lot of attention. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm not sure if it's on TV, but I'm sure it's online. Uh, 34 million yeah, views be. on YouTube. Can you believe that? We're mm. talking about Singapore Airlines' new ad campaign that was released about a week and a half ago now. It splashed all over the internet and, uh, of course, checking YouTube, 34 million views on this one. But this ad is particularly different from what we have been used to from Singapore Airlines. Yeah, you were saying yesterday that it features an air stewardess sort of with her hair down. Letting her hair down, yeah, less, having fun. Less formal, having yes. fun. More focus on economy class as well. Yeah, there was not... They, well, they didn't even show any of their premium class, no business class, no no first class, no suite in this one. Just one shot of a bis, of an economy class cabin at the end of the ad uh, with, of course, a fully made up Singapore Airline flight attendant mm. in the middle. Now, this is, of course, a rebranding of Singapore Airlines as we know it because branding is, well, it is important to set yourself apart from the competition. Now, keep that in mind, okay? Set yourself apart from the competition. I want to bring that up later <laughs> because, of course, it is a great time right now with the world opening up that uh, for airlines, hotels, and the travel industry to rebrand as a whole. And there are a lot of industries doing rebranding and we're focusing, of course, on the travel industry and helping us out this afternoon is Jörg Ditzel, who is brand consultant at Jung Faculty Singapore Management University Singapore. Jörg, good afternoon. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. I'm traveling. Oh, you are. There brilliant. we go. Thank you very much for joining us here. Okay, SQ World Class. It's quite a well-made video campaign. What is the message of this rebranding campaign, though? Well, first of all, um, what I think they're doing really well, and they should have done that 20 years ago, they're kind of repositioning the Singapore girl because the Singapore girl has done a great service for them as in presenting, representing service, and they've built it up over time. And now for the first time, they show her as being human. They show her in a taxi. They show her being made up for the commercial. They show her traveling herself to those different places and experiencing different locations. So I think that's quite mm. clever because for a long time, she came across she came across as a little bit kind of formulaic. Like uh, a mannequin. Almost robotic. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so for the first time, they're humanizing her, which is great. And another thing they're doing, of course, they're showing her and them having different experiences in different destinations, which is basically the story we take you to wherever and you can have all these interesting connections to people in India, all the places where we go, which is trying to entice people to get back on a plane, I guess. You talk about enticing people to get back on the plane. People have also noticed that there are reduced services and cost cutting as well. So uh, talk to us a little bit about how an exercise of rebranding will, I wouldn't say let help people see past these reduced services, but be okay with it, if I'm asking that question correctly? 
Yeah, I don't actually think that's how it works. The way I'm, I'm viewing this is that because they have uh, cut so many services, first the reason was, was COVID, but now COVID is gone and many of them are still cut. They're actually not doing the brand any, any favor. So no. one is yeah. advertising and what they do and what they communicate. The other one is the actual experience. So the things that you don't get any, I don't know, reading materials in the lounge, you have to down, download the, the QR code, Lounges, by the way, are not are not open in many many places. Even mm. though flight back to almost normal. I was in Hong Kong last week, and they put us in some shared lounge, which is horrible and super full. <laughs> and I think that's actually hurting the brand because people want the full brand experience, and they see they have to pay money for the price. Mm. The price hasn't gone down. Actually, the opposite. The price has almost doubled in many different. Uh, destinations so they want the whole experience and if the brand is not offering it to them maybe they look somewhere else okay we are not targeting singapore airlines per se here uh you are just for our listeners to realize we're just mm. using singapore airlines as an example so now they've rebranded 34 million views on youtube 34 million people perhaps expecting a certain kind of Singapore Airlines uh, standard yeah. service and all this. And as Elliot uh, pointed out, the cost cutting and all that is affecting what we are used to with Singapore Airlines. Don't you think they should be using this uh, branding campaign to maybe manage our expectations instead? Mm. It's a good question. It's probably very difficult to do because it would probably come across as a bit apologetic which is not the kind of signal you're sending out. You, you want to be confident, you want to be approachable and human. And so I think they're looking at it as a kind of temporary blip that they will overcome and uh, many of the services would come back. Because travel is, as, as, as you said earlier, uh, revenge travel is, is happening all over the place. It's almost impossible to, to on any airline to use your miles to, to get a free flight or a free upgrade. Mm. Uh, so at the moment, people are back because they haven't been able to travel for a long time. Now they're back. I spoke to a flight attendant yesterday, and she said that the day before she was in Beijing, and it was a turnaround, which is you know six and a half hours times two, very hard. And she says, coming back, the flight was completely full because mm-hmm. now China can travel again. Mm-hmm. So for a while, I think this, this will work. But, uh, but after a while, when people have done their first, second, third trip, they will be looking for those kind of experiences, and then airlines will have to deliver. Mm. Jock, talking to you, I've been through a few rebranding exercises myself in various media companies. And it got me thinking, you know, when should a company start thinking about rebranding? Because there is strategic rebranding and there is panic rebranding because the balance books aren't looking good. Yeah. Basically, they should rebrand when something has changed in the market that had the effect that they're no longer differentiated from the competition. So every brand starts out first, they want to be relevant, right? Because Mm. they understand their target group. What are people looking for? What do people want? Let's give them what they want, right? Mm. So relevance is important, but then many others could also be relevant. So you need to be different. Otherwise, people decide based on, I don't know, price. So that differentiation, you find it, you're the only one who has it. It used to be uh, USP, now we call it unique value proposition, but it's something that sets you apart. Mm. But obviously, if it works, others will catch up. And after a while, you were the first ones with great service, then everybody else has great service and Emirates and Qatar and all of that. You were the first ones with a great business class product. Now Qatar has an even bigger business suite, for example. Mm. So then you need to think about, okay, what's next? How can Mm. I... 
stay ahead of the curve and remain differentiated, that's when rebranding comes in. And of course, all those airlines you just mentioned, they're York, they don't have one thing that Singapore Airlines have, the Singapore Girl, which is a very effective tool for the airline. But let's let's put out this question for you, York. How can a company rebrand, again, let's take Singapore Airlines as an example, to give out that message that there is something new about us, but still we are what you are used to. We are what you trust and, you know, you can rely on us for for the service Mm. and for the quality that Mm. you are used to. It's tough, right? Because you don't want to surprise people and give something, give them something that is completely unaccepted and unexpected so they don't even recognize you anymore, right? So you want to keep some of this familiarity, which in this case, I think is a Singapore girl in a slightly different way, but you still recognize her. She's still wearing the sarong kabaya and all of that. So, so that is something that everybody is very familiar with. But then the way you tell the story mm. and the things that you show, as you said earlier, it's not about the hardware. It's not about the seat. It's about the experiences when you travel, which in my view is also a little bit generic for any kind of travel. <laughs> Even if you have a terrible airline, you will still get there in the end and have that experience potentially. But that's how they're trying to do a little bit old, a little bit new, and uh, mix it all together in a hopefully convincing approach. So there's a line here that I believe, if I recall correctly, it's not about the six-star rating, but it's about being world-class. How effective is that one? Yeah. Well, they've have been rated um, five or six star in, in many, many surveys for many, many years, right? It's, it's almost like if it's not number one, something has gone wrong, right? Um, it's, it's almost an expectation, which also means that the whole ranking has been a little bit devalued because, you know, everybody knows that, everybody expects that. So they're trying to move away and trying to show um, a few other kind of, kind of values, which is kind of behind, it's basically what drives us, right? We want to create this kind of world-class experience for you while you fly with us the service that you get from the Singapore girl and Mm. some Singapore guys too. And then when you arrive, you would have those amazing experiences and you can enjoy them because we got you there. So it's a little bit more of a, of a message rather than saying, Oh, we're, we're winning all the, all the ratings and uh, five star and six star. And I think it's, it's quite an interesting approach. Mm. It's just that does it reflect reality? So when I was Mm. sitting in this, in this other lounge, (laughs) which was super full and there wasn't even a single seat, left. That wasn't a world-class experience to me. In fairness to to the airline of Singapore, uh, the service standards still very much there. Um, I'm not sure about the food and the other offerings uh, during the flight because of the cutbacks. But let's talk about destinations rebranding. Very recently, Hong Kong has started doing this. Uh, I believe it was last year, two years ago. It was hashtag Hello Turkey also did a rebranding of the destination. Is this important now as the world reopens to remind people about uh, these places? Yes, of course, it's important because people need to make decisions about where they want to go. And they make those decisions on what they want to see, what they want to experience, what they want to do while they're in a destination, but also on the perception of the brand in their minds. And if something has changed over the years, like Turkey was a little bit, you know, Erdogan and all of that, the way um, uh, Turkey was in the news, uh, they needed to do something. And Hong Kong, the same thing. You know, last week, they started this big uh, rebranding, Hello Hong Kong, and they're spending, I don't know, 2 billion Hong Kong dollars 
in it. But at the same time, and if you look at that commercial, it's just your typical Hong Kong is fun. Aaron Kwok is, is, is coming down some stairs and does some dance moves where there's some people selling interesting lanterns or something. It's, it's a bit cliche. It is. And I think what it doesn't do, it doesn't address what people have in mind about Hong Kong, as in, you know, is it time to go back to Hong Kong after all the changes that have happened after the protests and zero COVID and everything? Is it safe? Is it friendly? Is it a place where I would want to go and therefore support the place? Or do I want to go somewhere else, which is a little bit of an easier choice? And having, uh, I think, 42 people from prison in the courts at the same time, within a week of that campaign, ah. is creating this sort of a dissonance yeah. where people think, okay, I'm reading one thing in the news, you're showing me beautiful pictures, I'm not sure what to believe. Timing is so important huh, mm. when it comes to this. I don't know, I just just some comments on the back of what the both of you have been discussing here, especially with rebranding and not trying to get people to not forget or forget about the past, but you look at Singapore Airlines now with the tagline, I just went through that video again, it's a welcome to world class, but I still can't get out of my head. It's a great way to fly. Me too. You don't want to waste that. <laughs> Your yeah. thoughts on that, Joe? Well, you want to change something, something's got to go. <laughs> ah. I'm, glad it wasn't, I'm glad it wasn't the Singapore girl that went. Yeah, because yeah, if you yeah. remember, some years ago, maybe five years ago, there was already a discussion yeah. of, oh, should they still keep her? And is it this Arankabaya? And every time new uniforms come up for some other airline, it goes back into, oh, the Arankabaya, is it too kind of revealing right now with all the kind of Me Too and all the movements and the way we sure. see the world today? Uh, so I'm really glad that they that they stuck with it, and um, yeah, they had to change something. So yeah. it was the tagline. Yeah. I'm personally very proud to see the Singapore girl, especially during the Formula One night race. I mean, wow, that's that's Singapore to me personally. Yeah. Yo, Dietzel, who is brand consultant, adjunct faculty, Singapore Management University, Singapore. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Take care and have a great evening ahead. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app, that's A-W-E-D-I-O, available on Google Play or the App Store.